Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Man, am I excited to be here today, and I am excited about my guest. So my friend, Javon Pulitzer, I mean, you probably know him uh, better than me, frankly. He's a much bigger name than I am, on, uh, certainly in the election world. Guy is an absolute genius. Anything that you can talk about in the election front, uh, Javon has, has been involved with, he's, he's touched on, he's, it's critical. As we move into 2024 and as we get ready for the presidential election, you know, a lot, we have a vast majority of the people in this country are, are diehard America first mega Trump supporters. Nobody likes Biden. Uh, it's not even a close uh, race. I mean, it's not even in the ballpark of being close. And it's so not close, you know, that there's very credible rumors that Biden won't even be the nominee. But you can be assured, folks, that if you believe that there is corruption in 2020, it'll be double for 2024. Uh, these guys are not interested in backing down, and a President Trump 2024 win would be a disaster for the globalists. It would be the nail in the coffin of all of their plans. Uh, so, so this is a big, big deal. But election fraud is, man, it, it is a fundamental issue right now because without dealing with election fraud, I mean, and the election fraud is deep, right? It's not just at the presidential level. It's all the way down. So uh, without further ado, I want to bring on Javon, and I want you guys to understand. And, of course, we've got producer Andrea here, diversity hire. Uh, but uh, but uh, I want to bring Javon on, and I want you to see we're going to talk about all sorts of issues related to elections, election fraud, what we can do about it, things like that. But uh, I also want you to see... One of the things that's really interesting is, I don't know if you guys know, if you're not watching Javon's show, you should. But this guy's a funny dude. He's got a lot of personality. He's actually a good guy. Like, he's the kind of guy I'd drink a beer with. So, uh, yeah, I kind of want you to see that because one of the things that I think is important right now is you got to understand that that the guys who are fighting for our country right now, we're, we're just regular people, right? The big shots have all failed us. They've all given up. They've quit. They don't give a damn about our country. Uh, if you want to know who's fighting for our country, it's regular people who care about our country and put, put country and freedom and God ahead of anything. So without further ado, let me bring on my friend Javon here and let me make, make everybody a little bit bigger. How you doing, Javon? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so very much. And thank you. I loved the program when you came on my program and we did, and we talked about this uh, bill in Arizona house, bill. I think it's critical and it, it, it caused a wave. People are talking about it, right? Yeah. It got people talking. I think that's great stuff. I love what we do. It's horrible when all of us have to get in and fight for our own country, Yeah. but there is no option. We have to fight period. And if not us, who? That's right. That's right. And I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for you, but I wasn't exactly a big shot when I decided to do this. It's not like I woke up one day and I'm like, you know what? I'm a billionaire big shot. I'm going to go fight for the country. I wasn't elected anywhere. I wasn't a you know, big political official. Certainly wasn't tied with anybody. We just looked around and saw a need and we all stepped up. I you think know, so that for me, it was just kind of seeing what went on. You know, I, it, I've done TV and radio for a long time, but that wasn't my business. My business is patents and technology you know you you probably I, I joke with people you don't know it you know and i, I kind of throw people for a 
kind of a curveball because I'm a nerd. I'm just hiding out in a biker's body, so it kind of freaks everybody well, out. I, mean, when I, when I, I, I do think when I look biker, like a biker ass, guy. Ass, right? <laughs> yeah, when I see you, the first thing that comes to mind is badass biker, a gangster type guy. Yeah, I mean, that is the first impression. It's just, and but but I'm just a a kind of a nerd, and all that happened with me. I mean, I tell people I kid. You finger me eight, nine, ten times a day, and you just and, and we don't even have a relationship. And it's because you're using <laughs> my techno t- technology that's on your mobile phone. You just never realized it was this dork doing it that figured it out, right? And all that happened is I saw, I knew something, I knew something was coming. But then when people were talking about all of these ballots coming in and it's supposed to be a mail-in election in 2020, but they were all flat and stacked. Uh I'm going, wait a minute. You know, if they went to the mail, they'll have folds in them. You can't take them out. It's physics. And that's just kind of what got me into it. And so I just said, Hey, look, let's just take a close look. And boy, was it a can of worms. It was horrible. Well, but this is the thing, right? So you want to know if there was election fraud in 2020, the simplest and and probably the single best way to explain this to everybody is explain to me how all the mail-in ballots came in without folds. I mean, this is so simple and dumb. I mean, you think, well, what do you mean folds? Yeah, you know, if you fold a piece of paper, there's a crease in it. Mm-hmm. How'd they get rid of them? You can't. And there's no answer. I mean, if this you take is a like, piece of paper and you fold it in half. By the way, yeah. people try to get rid of it. What do you, what do you do? You fold it the other direction. Now you've broke the fibers twice. It's, it's twice yeah. as bad. It was all just junk. It was and, so then, and then we had people, I think it was Detroit, right? People yeah. on the ground there, some whistleblowers out there that said, oh, yeah, and then all these extra ballots come in at weird times in these black bags, and every single one of them is perfect. So it wasn't just like anomalies here and there, like, oh, there's a stack of like some perfect ones. There's thousands and thousands of special ones coming in at special times where special people put those through the machines. Yeah, I'll give you a horrible example as we just kind of casually talk about this here. Let's take Maricopa County where we did the audit. Maricopa County said they mailed 2,500,000 plus ballots. That's the array of their voters. The ballot company printed for Maricopa only. Now, Maricopa is the fourth largest county in the United States, the second largest voting block of people. So if they mailed everybody one, it's 2,500,000. 2,500,000. They printed for Maricopa 4,089,000 ballots. They could replace 57% of them if they wanted. Nobody ever questioned it. Yeah. Well, and and then, uh, you know, the question, uh, question is, how many did they replace? It looks like quite a few of them. Uh, you know, the thing about the whole 2020 election is, is there's no question that there was fraud there. Uh, the question is, why haven't we done anything since then about it, right? And uh, in light of the fact that, that the fraud is so apparent, it's so, it's so just obvious, uh, you got to ask yourself, why, why is there no one stepping up? And then more importantly, you got to ask yourself, why are Republicans like Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney so fervently denying that there's any issue? Republicans who are, you know, the reality is, is that the election fraud was very much to the benefit of the Democrats generally, or was it? 
or was it right? And and so you've got the Republican leadership refusing to deal with this or to address this, and you got to ask yourself why. I mean, listen, there's been numerous rumors about you know J six. What did Pence know? What did uh, McConnell know? What did you know Pelosi know ahead of it? Well, you know, it looks like they were all in on it. Yeah. So, you know, what's happening? And I want to I want to get your reaction to this, Siobhan, because, you know, you are the expert. You know, it's. I made a lot of mistakes in, in doing this, but here's here's how I mean it. First, I was one of these Americans that I. I abused the ballot. When I say abused the ballot, I'm not meaning in the Democrat way, like voting over voting. I'm, I'm meaning I would only vote for a president or a senator. I treated it like a lottery ticket. I didn't care about it. Right. I didn't wanted nothing to do with politics. Yeah. That was a horrible mistake. I was guilty of it. This happened on our watch. Now, the other mistake I made in this is when I came in to do the audit in Arizona, the full forensic audit, I expected others who called themselves conservatives or GOP to have the same values I have. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong. Yep. I mean, I was so horribly wrong that I was projecting my own belief system and my own, just look at this knowledge. Here you go. And I'll give you a good example. We all heard William Barr say, well, we, we looked into the fraud and we just basically determined that there's not enough fraud to materially change the outcome of the election. And we're all going, what are you talking about? Until I learned the rules, because there's rules. Give me an example. Tom, if you and I are in Ohio, let's say that there was a bad election there and our candidate lost uh, by 100,000 votes. And we knew it was all dead people and illegals and counterfeit ballot. Right. You and I dig into it and we find evidence of 90,000 of these dead voters, illegal voters, and fake voters. Well, you and I gather our stuff and we run to the secretary of state or the attorney general and we present this evidence to them and go, oh my God, look at this. Now, we would judge them by our values. They'll go, holy smoke, we can't let this happen in elections. We've got to look at this. But that's not the way the rules are written. It actually says you and I on our own, without any help, without any sanction, on our own as citizens, we have to find enough votes to what materially change the outcome of the election. So I told you our candidate lost by 100,000. You bet your bippy and I, you and I will have to find 110,000 because they're going to fight to get those extra 10,000 removed. Yep. And you think they're going to exercise the values of this can't happen in America. No, they've already let themselves off the hook. And that's why you hear that very careful wording. It was not enough to make a material difference in the outcome of the election. And this is something I want to stress as an attorney. Renz, why don't you file a case? I don't have one. I can't file a case. All I'll do is get sanctioned and and they'll come after my license. There is no case to be filed because what they've done is they've created rules that say, we don't care if you cheat. Uh, You aren't allowed to look under the hood. You're not allowed to know what happens. Basically, everything about our electoral system is done behind closed curtains and Mm -hmm. no and see what's happening. And then they say that unless you have proof that something happened that that would impact the election, you can't sue, you can't do anything. Right. And so everybody knew that it was stolen, but no one could do anything about it, right? Yeah. It was literally blocked from anyone seeing what was going to happen. So this is a huge, huge deal. 
right? Because the rules have been set and the the mm-hmm. deck has been stacked. They legalized right? cheating. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what they're they're legalized it. They said well, it's okay that we cheat. Yeah, remember what their business is. First off, we always hear machines change the votes. We keep on hearing it. Machines change the votes. We're going to melt them into prison bars. Here's a few little simple things about it. And you heard the Dominion executive testify in front of Congress. We don't make machines that connect to the Internet. When you and I know these machines talk to the Internet. But you know what the caveat is? Dominion doesn't manufacture machines. And so when Dominion says we don't make machines that connect to the Internet, they're actually telling the truth because the machines the county are running are Dell machines and they the they license them they lease them from dominion a $562 machine that they charge the county $35,000 for in a contract it's a lease now here's what the kicker is there's a few other kickers in there in their own documents it says the county if you want to be able to see the results and you want to be able to monitor them you must supply the uh uh, large area network connection, meaning internet connectivity, you must plug it in. And because, see, you plug it in, what happens is you wake an integrated cir- circuit on the board because there aren't modems, mm-hmm. and it will now do other things. Now, here's the other part of it. The Election Assistance Commission that is supposedly the governing body over every bit of this, they run in all the states. They say, here's the approved software, and here approves the machines. That's why there's not Dominion voting machines. There's Dominion voting systems. They're a software company. It has all these rules, regs, et cetera, and says, here it is. The county gets the machine. Now, if the county decides to change something on the machine, they can. There's no, there's no regs or rules about that, but here's the catch. All of this is governed by the Election Assistance Commission. And they have one set of headings that all of this comes under, and it's called the VVS, VVSR, VVSS. Ready? The whole election commission says these are voluntary voting guidelines. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the kicker. The election companies, it's voluntary if they follow the rules. County, it's voluntary if... They follow rules. County says, well, I thought they were following the rules. They say, well, I thought you were following the rules. But it doesn't matter because it's 100% voluntary. Everything on cybersecurity, everything. Voluntary suggested guidelines. Yep. Well, and, and let me be real clear what's occurring here. What's occurring here is that the law was structured. This is like when I'm negotiating a contract, right? You can always tell when I read a contract to negotiate it, uh, I look at the specific language of the contract, but more importantly than that is when we start going back and forth, uh, you, you get red lines on a contract. So you say, I, I agree to this. I disagree with that. And I, what I do is I look at the suggestions, right? The suggestions, well, we want to change the wording to this, the wording to that. And when when someone is changing it in a very shady way, it typically becomes apparent. That's what's occurred here. These The guidelines that provide the core for all voter security, all of the stuff that, that actually keeps you safe and keeps these election machines safe are voluntary. The whole damn thing's fraud. Why? Both sides participate in it. 
They certainly are. And I want to propose this to you. And I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. This is going to piss people off in a big way. But I'm just going to tell you right now, there's a reason that the Republicans refuse to ask this question. The voter fraud machine works in the Republican primaries. These Republican primaries are rigged. And the, the Republicans that are winning, not all of them, but largely the Republicans winning in the Republican Party are Republicans who are picked. That's right. Many of them have already agreed to sell their soul to the left one way or another. Mm-hmm. That is why Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney retain so much power. That's right. Because the election fraud machine supports them because they know that they'll sell out. Mm-hmm. You want to know why Mitt, Mitch McConnell, whose wife is a freaking CCP sellout, you want to know why this guy re- retains his position as the head of the Senate, despite the fact that he hates everything the Republican Party base stands for? Now you know, right? These guys are tied in with this. The election fraud machine is, in my opinion, as much about making sure that you've got the right Republicans in as it is about making sure that the Democrats control things. It looks better to have crooked Republicans who act like they're an opposition party but are being reasonable and only selling out this much than it does to have uh, just just a single party. But yeah, we, we, have, have we have a uniparty, have folks. Yeah, we no. don't have two parties. We have a uniparty. Let me tell you some of the nasty underbelly I found. Number one, in all this fight, for all I discovered in Arizona with forensics, right? It's empirical evidence. It's not, it's not an opinion. It, it's just fact. Here it is hundreds of thousands of numbers off in ballots. None of the numbers matches. They didn't have enough mail-in ballots. They had far more duplicated ballots than they were supposed to have, far more day of, uh, far far more uh, early voting ballots they had. And then 100%, 100% of every vote on election day, they themselves cannot prove they ran to the machines because they don't even have the validation of going through the machines. Yet they needed 10 extra days to count. They had 10 tally systems, 10 big tally systems counting this before the election, running about 145,000 ballots a day. And you remember they said, we've got so much, we got to have 10 extra days of counting. Well, in the 10 extra days of counting, they had one day that was about 137,000. The other days averaged about 5,000. Two days they did nothing and they only ran two machines. And oh, by the way, 100% of those election day votes, 140, 160,000, they ran them into the system December 8th and 9th. They picked that number right out the wazoo. But let me tell you how this goes. We have one party, folks. I don't fight the left with this stuff. I fight the right with this stuff because they're in on it. Most important thing we're going to hear today. Say it again. Most important thing we're going to hear today is that statement. We're not fighting the left. Mm-mm. We're fighting the we're Republicans fighting the right. that are actually Democrats. We are fighting the right. Here's the deal. They, uh, the, the, It's disgusting what happens, folks. I'll give you an example. There's a lot of things you see, and there's a lot of companies that do good work. Now, let's just take Judicial Watch. No, Well-known, whatever. They did a lawsuit. They supposedly exposed 1.2 million bad voters in the Los Angeles voter rolls. Well, here's one for you, Andrea. You do the math for us. Ready? They got won the lawsuit for 1.2 million bad voters. They hand it all over in a spreadsheet to the county, and the county re- agrees to a settlement. The settlement says the county can only remove 100 a month. There's 12 months in a year. 
That's 1200 a year. That's a thousand years to do the gig. Here's another one most people don't know that we found in this. I couldn't find out why talking to lawmakers on the Republican side, which I don't believe there is one, because in Arizona, you have mafia, you have what they call the Mormon mafia. I love the Mormon people. You have McCainites, you have Romneyites. There's very few that are true GOP conservatives like we would think. It's all these factions, right? But none of it is what it seems to be. 40 years ago, now this only expired just before the 2020 election, the Republican Party got sued by the Democrats saying, hey, Republicans, you cheated. The Republicans did a... Uh, I'm having a brain fart, you know, where you just consent decree, you just decide you're not going to fight about it. You're just going to agree to it. The Republicans agreed not to sue over election fraud or election cheating, not to bring any suits or pursue them. And that order stood for 37 years. That's two and a half generations of people. That is actually like five generations of lawmakers, and you could not talk about it. And that only got lifted in 2020. And that's why we have Republicans that will not deal with this besides they're in on the tank. And it's it's far more egregious than what it is. But folks, look, it's the Republicans ignoring this. Here's what I say. I understand the left. Let me tell you why. They tell you they hate you. They tell you they would rather see you dead. They tell you you're a terrorist, you don't belong here. They want to have sex with your kids, and there's no such thing as God. They walk their beliefs, and they tell it. You know, on the Republican side, what we have, people that tell you, oh, it's great, and it's wonderful, and Jesus, and love you this, and we're going to fix it, and they have no intent. That's more evil. At least one I can understand, because they walk their walk. It's the one that lies to you to your face is the dangerous one. So let let me be real clear here. And I'm asking anybody, listen, please, here's the thing I would like to see Donald Trump say. You want to know how we fix this? It's real simple. Donald Trump has the largest voice on the planet right now. Right. He's one of the few people that are bigger than Elon and bigger than Tucker. Right. If Donald Trump was to come out and say, here's the four-part litmus test for being a Republican, and if you don't agree with these things, we need to vote against you or primary you. Mm-hmm. Number one, you have to support America first. I am the presidential nominee. You have to support Donald Trump. If you support that, that's number one. Number two, you have to support transparency and election reform. If you don't support transparency in the electoral system and election reform, you are not a Republican. You're a sellout. The, the election fraud is only hurting Republicans. So if you do not believe in that then you're a sellout. Part three, if you do not believe in securing our southern border and ensuring that immigration is legal and safe, but only legal and safe, then you are not a Republican and you should not be a part of this party. And part four, and this one's going to be a little more controversial, but I don't give a damn. If you don't believe in health, freedom, and informed consent, you are not a Republican. You are WEF sellout and you need to be gone. If Donald Trump would step up and make that four-part litmus test the foundation for being a Republican or gaining Republican support in the 2024 election, it would have a huge impact up and down the ticket from the state level on down because it's right down to the state level. It's right down to the state level. Those four, we all agree 
Second Amendment. We all agree on certain things. Yes, if you're a Republican, obviously you're against abortion. Obviously, you're pro-Second Amendment. I'm sick of these damn Republican sellouts. Oh, we're pro-Second Amendment. When they know there's nothing they can do about it because the Supreme Court spoke, the Second Amendment is very clear. It's it's an easy one because they know there's nothing that can be done about it. I want a Republican that's going to tell me I'm against voter fraud. I want a Republican that's going to tell me I support trade policy that's going to improve American lives. I want a Republican that's going to tell me I'm not securing the damn border of Ukraine until I support, uh, secure the border of the United States. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on americaoutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, americaoutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high-stress, on-the-go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart-healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health. Cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news. A place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all.
it, it's all, it's all smoke and mirrors. They they and just like you've said with Jim Jordan and all these guys, they they hold all their PR stunt events where they're like, I'm fighting for real stuff. Yeah, there's it's and the crap. stuff they're fighting yeah. for, they're one they're not Jim fighting Jordan, for. They're just talking about it. Yeah, yeah, look, let me have a, another meeting on this. Let's talk about this. Let's, let's get serious. Let's hearing. get let's get the press there. Let's have hearings. But they don't do anything, and then they don't fight the things that they can actually fight. Mm-mm. Like you, like what you guys are doing in Arizona, putting real legislation in place. That's what we want to see. Fight for us. Here's the here's the deal, and I'll, I'll give you a kind of a bunch of inside scoop of what really went on in the in the waning um, two weeks of President Trump's administration. I am pushing exceptionally hard to get him to write an executive order although they only have limited power that can be undone, but to write an executive order that states that U.S. Code 42-1974-83 and U.S. Code 52-20-701, which says we have the right to inspect the ballots and they have to be kept for 24 months and everything with the election. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get an executive order written that he adds, and that means if an audit needs to be used, the ballots get turned over. Because I knew they were going to fight not to let us see the ballots. Cipriano, out of New York, who is Trump's attorney at the time, tells the president, now at this time in the office, there's probably only six people, four people that really have the president's back. It was horrible. Cipriani tells him, "Um, well, sir, you can't do that because that only only accounts for the voter registration files and you can see people's names and how they voted. Now, that was just BS. So he steered the president away for it. Now I'm going to leap forward. Um, First week in December, I got a call to come down and sit down with President Trump. You know, not at a rah-rah rally or whatever, not like five minutes of photo op. We sat down for 96 minutes to talk about this. And we had a few very candid conversations during this. And a few things struck me. He says, because I'm showing him, okay, here's everything happened in Arizona. And it was a meeting about, okay, we need solutions. How do we really fix this? And so I'm saying, okay, here's how we fix these things. First thing he asked is, how in the hell did I get elected in 2016 if it's been this bad? And I said, sir, you were the wild card. They had everything planned, but they could never account for the human getting off their butt and reactivating. So they did have it covered. That's what Hillary was complaining about. They stole the election from her. Yeah, they stole her still. But people got up and activated. Well, all of a sudden we get a pandemic and now you can't go and you got to separate and all that other stuff. And I'll tell you other things that will blow your mind, but let me go backwards. And so I said, it's about getting people activated. Now, when we're talking about it, he says, well, what would you do? And I said, sir, we need to get rid of the voter rolls. Wipe them off the charts. He goes, why? I go, because there's about 21 million bad, bogus, phony crap on our voter rolls right now. So it doesn't matter if you get rid of the machines, the ammo's already there because they'll still use mail-in ballots and stuff and they're still going to get the votes. So we have to be better. And he says, well, I can't do that till I'm elected. He says, what would you do? And I said, well, we could actually scrub 100% of the voter rolls before the election, 168.9 million files. We could do it. We could have empirical evidence. We do it in a court. We can use written mandamus and other stuff to get them removed. Somebody in the room that's supposed to be his person heading up election said, said this, ready? Uh, we, we can't do the voter rolls because as soon as we take them off, they'll just add more. And I said, 
are you kidding me? Are you literally killing me? You're kidding me. You're saying we don't take them off because they're just going to add more. That's like saying we got illegals coming across the border. Don't go round them up because they're just going to send more. Don't go after counterfeit bills because they're just going to send more. Now, that advice was given to the president's office from the Republican circle of influencers that everybody loves. Yep. And they got their little people out there saying, well, well, just get rid of all the machines and don't worry about the voter rolls and don't do this. Number one, it is all a freaking con job. Number one, your gun is not going to shoot you. You can nope. lay it out in your nightstand, have it in your drawer, have it on your mattress. I don't care. Your gun's not going to shoot you. It takes a person with bad programming. Yep. Same thing with any of this voting stuff. It's done in advance. It's people, paper, and programs. It's not the machines because the machine does nothing it's not told to do either by a person, a program, or a piece of paper. And we are intentionally out there fighting the wrong things that won't move the needle. And what it's doing is it's sucking all of the bandwidth and all of the people and all of the support out of the room and fracturing it a thousand different ways. And we're right back in the same spot we are. And that's because it's a GOP stronghold and they're just not going to let it happen. Well, this is exactly correct. And this is one of the most foundational things that I think we need to see. The issue we are having right now is that we don't have, there are some good Republicans, some yes. very good Republicans. Yes, there are. But the Republican Party is controlled. And if we don't clean house there, uh, we're in trouble. You know what? I'm going to give you a great example. I'm going to give you guys, this is breaking news, and I can't wait to share this. Um, so uh, my friend Holly Jones is a state rep in Missouri. Missouri is a super red state, right? I mean, it's as red as it gets. Holly Jones uh, is a state rep there and has been you know, pushing very hard on a, a number of different issues. Right now, they're doing initiative petition reform, right? Initiative petition reform is uh, basically what they're using to, to push these uh, leftist laws and stuff onto the books in right-wing states because they control the vote because they, the voter fraud, uh, they're pushing through initiatives that would never pass anywhere else. Uh, using using these things. So in uh, this is a good thing. It's a necessary thing. This this IP reform is a necessary thing. Right. And in Missouri, they're pushing it. So yesterday, this this Republican, okay, his name is uh Cierpio. Cierpio C I E R P I O T. Ciprot. Yeah, Ciprot Ciprot. I don't know. Whatever his name is. Ciprot uh, used to be a name. It's an old name. It means you're from Cyprus. They're called Ciprots. Well, Ciprot. what it ought to mean is sellout or crime. Yeah. So this guy, Republican, right? Uh, he introduces an amendment to kill this bill. The amendment says it will that uh, the, if this bill passes, they're going to allow non-citizens to vote, and they're going to open the door to China-U.S. for election interference, according to this amendment. So this guy puts this on the bill because he knows that it'll kill the bill. Right. It passed. The Republicans passed it. The Republicans passed this to kill this bill because they wanted an excuse to do it. Now, they want political cover. Well, we couldn't vote for that bill. It would allow this and this and this. Well, it's because you put it on the bill. The Republican Party has sold out. There it's is no question worse. that they've sold out. And we have to do something about this. And we have to recognize the real enemy. 
if Donald Trump wants to win this in 2024, it only happens if if he takes control of this party. I love that Laura Trump is going to be going to be involved with the national committee, the national party. That's huge. That is absolutely huge. And I love that they're that they're pushing this. But Donald Trump has got to quit looking to the Republicans for support and the Republican class. He's got to start looking to the mega class. If yeah, you are not to people that have been in it for 30 years or 40 years and they keep on doing the same damn thing. I am telling you, he the, you you know what? You got to quit asking the smart lawyers. You got to come to the dumbasses like me. Uh, I'll give you a dumbass. You want to hear dumbass? Here's a dumbass. Person ahead of all this election stuff for the president or whatever. I lay out 16 pages of here it is. I turned to this person, said, you got to get all the people in the room because all the staff was there. Pull all the people in. I'm going to do training. Here's the answer. You ready? Can you reduce all this down to two paragraphs? No. <laughs> no, it's and 16 pages. It it's two less paragraphs. than an elementary not, school yeah. science test. I'm not, go- I'm not good with technology and I'm barely using it. But just could you get this down to just two paragraphs? That's what we're dealing with. Yeah. No, the laziness, the arrogance, the stupidity is mind blowing. You either, you know, these people are shockingly, shockingly bad. And, you know, I keep looking, you know, I looked at Donald Trump put out a short list of VPs, right? Um, and I think that it's really an important thing because when I looked at it, there were a couple people that I really liked. But on that were a couple people that are just outright rhinos. Oh, they, yes. They're a part of the problem. And I don't understand why he keeps going to this establishment as though they're going to not stab him in the back. The establishment will continue. To, Mitch McConnell is doing everything he can right now to make sure that Donald Trump does not win the 2024 election. Mitt Romney, same. If I you're going to. Question. Well, yes. and they control win red. Yes. The they money. Do you know how much do you know how much a candidate gets from WinRed when you donate a dollar? How much goes actually to the candidate? Do you know? Almost nothing. One cent. Yeah. You think and that's not a joke, folks. That's the truth. You look at uh uh Herschel Walker in Georgia, all going to WinRed. One cent actually goes to him. You think you're donating to him, you're not. It goes into the GOP. And if the GOP wants to use it, they will decide the candidate they want to back. And if they don't like you, they'll pay for a Democrat candidate to run. And that's how the system Absolutely. is rigged and done. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you're getting right now, you're getting all these emails and you mm-hmm. see President Trump's face and help me look at the bottom of the email. Scroll down to the farthest ass end of that email and look at it. And you'll see all the different committees that come from. Mm-hmm. They get to use his name and likeness just because when he agreed, remember the fight, you guarantee us you won't run it as an independent. The deal was the moment he says, I'll run GOP, they own him. They own his image, likeness, exactly. and use forever. Yep. And, and and I've seen it on smaller scales in my state. I, I helped a gubernatorial campaign in my state. And I remember towards the end of our campaign. But again, a lot of the candidates that I've supported, and I work mostly through charity and just for free in the political realm because I'm passionate to try to save my state from what's going on. But I remember towards the end of a campaign, when you're working for the good guys, you know, the, the true MAGA, the true America first guys, you see the establishment guy there. He's getting all the money. Right. He's getting all the support. I'm working hard to get my candidate on news and, and get him un- invited to all the same parties and places. 
we're not getting invited to anything, but the establishment guy is on Fox News every week. He can't nope. speak out about Ukraine because he's an establishment guy. My guy mm -hmm. who will speak out on this stuff like you guys are speaking can't get on anything. But I digress. What happened to me at the end of our campaign is the establishment heads in my state, the chairs of the state came up to me and said, you know, you did a great job on this campaign, but we really need you to understand that, you know, red is red. You got to you got to vote for the party at the end of the day. So when your candidate loses, we're going to need you to back our guy. We're Hell still in no. the middle of a campaign, by the way. They came up to me and said, my chair of the state looked me in the eyes and said, when your guy loses, we were second in the race and we were almost tied. Mm -hmm. So he basically told me the race is over. Mm -hmm. We've picked that guy, the establishment guy that you've been fighting this entire campaign. You have no mm -hmm. chance of winning, even though in some polls I was ahead. He looked at me and he said, when your guy loses, you better toe the line for this guy. Because it was the already record. predetermined. The I'm just going to tell you, Donald Trump, in my opinion right now, and this is very bold because I am a nobody from Ohio, but I'm going to tell you his, his campaign team sucks ass. And he's making a lot of mistakes, in my opinion. And those mistakes are because he's listening to people who are going to stab him in the back. If I were Donald Trump right now, if I if he actually gave a shit what I had to say, and I don't know why he would, but if he did, first thing I would tell him is, Mr. President, the one thing that you've got is you've got a, you've got a platform like no one else. You need to leverage every bit of that. You need to, right. to go to the win red folks and you need to tell them, Here's what's going to happen. Unless you want me to talk about how you're undermining my candidates and mm -hmm. talk about how you're undermining me, we're going to renegotiate this deal. That's right. And here's what we're going to do. This is the guy who wrote the art of the deal. Trump is no, no, no stranger to hard negotiations. He's a master at this, but he's got to quit listening to crooked lawyers. He's got to recognize. And here's the thing. I know everybody says it's easy for you to say you're not getting attacked by DOJ and everybody. I know that. But here's the news flash for you. It's too late. These guys are out for blood. They're going to take him down. He's going to lose everything he's got. He's got two options, win or end up spending his life in jail and broke. That's right. There is no other option. It's so at this point, my opinion is, is if you're Donald Trump, it's all in. It's all America or bust and to piss off if you're not on, on board. I can tell you that President Trump's President Trump knows what he's dealing with. And President Trump, I can assure you, knows that there are people within the ranks that don't have his best interests or system dogs. I'm and sure he has he to play them to a bet. I've had this discussion many, many times. Right now, you can't get out of the GOP apparatus. That's number one. No, but number you can two, put a light on it. Yeah. If you, we got we, the people, are the cure, we have to shed a light on it. I'll give you an example. Just after the Arizona audit, we're going to do one in Michigan. The GOP sent people out to the states that were considering doing a full forensic audit, told them it was all a waste. Don't waste your time. You can't discover anything by the paper. Just go canvas. Shut down every one of them. Next, in Michigan, where we're going to do it, we're going to go through anyway. Well, you need a you need it like uh, 500,000 signatures to push it through, to get it done. The GOP came in and says, okay, we'll push it through and get it done, but you're gonna pay us $20 a name, but we'll get the signatures. Unless the GOP is supposedly fighting for integrity, you buy it, 500,000 signatures, they'll get you 20, they'll get you 500,000 signatures, they want $20 a name. 
Now, let's also go to other things. You talk about all the illegals. Let me tell you what the racket with is the illegals that nobody ever talks about. Number one, if you were to look at Arizona, in Arizona, they say, oh, you're an illegal. You can't vote for mayor, city council, or whatever. But as an illegal, you can vote for, you know what? The president and the senator. Now, Arizona, supposedly Donald J. Trump lost by 10,500 votes. In Maricopa, over 20,000 illegals voted. They don't have to show ID and they don't have to be a citizen. There's all these little things that are rigged into the system. At the border, when you go down to the border and Border Patrol rounds up these people, here's what happens. They ask you a simple question. Why are you coming to the United States of America? I need a job. I want to send money back home. They sign basically a note that says, okay, if you're coming to America to work and you get a job, sign this piece of paper that you pledge to pay taxes, to let them take out taxes. And the illegal signed that. Now here's the, how the racket happened. Cliffhanger. He was like, this is how it happens. And then I thought, pause. And just, just on a technical note, Twitter has, I think, it's showing me 20 views and it blocked me off of some of my accounts that I was watching it on. Twitter is blocking so, views. Well, I'll, I'll send you the screenshot I just saw. I don't know if anyone can speak to this because we've got a bunch of Text people on Rumble. Text it to me, please. Yeah, we've got over 120 people on Rumble. I don't know if some of them went from Twitter to Rumble, but I tried to jump on one of my Twitter accounts because, you know, I have to be sneaky because I get censored like crazy. And when I got onto your page, it's showing that this broadcast is... It says this broadcast is not available. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. I was able to kind of sneak around it and touch your, like touch your, if I touch your coin that says live and I go to open live video. Can you I send me that it. picture? Yes, sir. Can you send me a screenshot of that? Yes, sir. Folks, this is the kind of stuff we're seeing. I remember we got an open, open uh, internet, right? Uh, Twitter's getting mm -hmm. rid of, uh, getting rid of things. Uh, this is this is uh, this is what. Yeah, happening. see, I'm watching on X, very glitchy, and says 19 viewers. So remember, guys, we don't ever have just 19 viewers. If you look no. at our following, but when when we talk about the censorship that Tom Renz gets, and then now we're talking about Jovan, I mean, his censorship is through the roof. People just don't understand. They think we're talking about the censorship I get. I get. I've been getting censored since the beginning of this, but I'm a nobody. And the fact that I get censored as heavily as I do is astronomically. It's astounding, I should say. But the censorship that Tom Renz gets and Jovan gets and some of these other people I work for, this is this is Marxism. I mean, this is next level. I mean, I can't even describe it. The, the people that Tom has hired to look into his websites, his social media accounts, they look at the back end and they go, oh, oh, wow. He's we've had multiple high level people tell us that we are more censored than almost anyone else in, in the fight. So. That's why we always say thank you for joining us and to share because um, it's no joke how hard it is not only to get the truth out there because that's all we care about. That's why we do things for free. That's why we only ask for people to subscribe if they can. A dollar, five dollars, twenty dollars here and there just to fund our work. But it's not only hard to monetize our work and actually fund our lawsuits and do more. Because of the censorship, it's we also can't save the world with just putting out free. We're just trying to put out free content. <laughs> you know, we're on we're on Twitter right now, live streaming, and we it's free. There's no paywall. 
same with Rumble. We put our 100% show out there for free because at the end of the day, for us, it's about saving our country and saving lives. So we don't want to be hiding behind paywalls. But even if we wanted to, I don't I don't think we could monetize even if we tried, friends. We're grifters. Well, this is it. Yeah, this is <laughs> We're grifting it. hard with our 19 viewers on Twitter while they crash. Well, this crash, is it, right? So for those of you on Twitter, I don't know if you can see it yet, but I just posted this. Um, you know, this is our live stream. Uh yeah, mm-hmm. this is uh, this is our lifetime uh, stream, you see. And I just posted this on Twitter. Um, I'm gonna and I'm gonna send this to a uh, bunch of people. I want to know. Share this. Ask Elon why are we getting censored on Twitter? And is it, email is it us. Um, I'll look at mine, but email us at mediatomrens if you have a screenshot like mine. You know, if anyone's been kicked off of a Twitter feed and it shows that it's just not available. Please respond to that, that the post mm-hmm. that I just put on Twitter. Uh, yeah. And, you know, ask ask Elon, ask him why why this is happening. Um, you know, this is, uh, this is, this is egregious. Uh, I, I got to tell you, folks, this is the kind of stuff that we see all the time. And it's, it's a big deal. We are the most censored people on the planet. There's no question about why. It's because they don't want they don't want this information out there. They're going to steal 2024. They're going to steal it. They didn't like what we were saying. They didn't like us telling telling everybody about the Republican sellouts. Uh, I'm hoping I'm back. So I just got a message. Someone says we're back. I, I'm glad to hear that. Um, we're not sure why so many people, it seems to be kind of hit or miss who's getting dropped. Anyways, uh, by the way, support us at TomRens.com. Oh, it looks like we're coming back up. I posted that text. I see some, I see it coming back up. Um, I don't know what's going on, folks. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, but what I do know is we need your support at TomRens.com. Please buy our books, support our stuff, share our stuff. Check us out on Rumble. Rumble does not censor us. That's why part of the reason we're going to start posting on Spotify too, because uh, you know, the, listen, Elon is fighting hard, I believe, to to deal with this free speech stuff. But freedom of speech is not freedom of reach, according to his uh, his crook that's running the company. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. If you if you muffle someone, it's the same as censoring them. It doesn't matter how you do it. So, uh, yeah, the question that we got to ask ourselves is what's going on here? Why is it that no one's pushing out of this stuff on election fraud? So, uh, and when we do, why is this happening? I'm glad to see they're both up. Uh, uh, EA Poe says that we're back up and running. Uh, we lost our connection to Javon at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know what's going on there. He was, he was about to drop the hammer, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a shame. You know what? I think we'll probably do another show like this. I'm going to do 10 more shows like this. You want to censor me? Go to hell. Could we I'll do like a 10 times with 24 it. hour live stream where you and Jovan talk about guns and I'm gonna, yeah. Well, Before I the mean, show, Jovan... he was talking about black. What was he talking about? Gunpowder and like, oh, he's got some he's... awesome black powder gun stuff. He's yeah, Jovan's I mean, a cool dude. I really he's like. He's a very him. cool dude. Like of of all people, like you know, how everyone says, who would you pick in the world to like go play pool with and have a beer with? I mean, he's oh, yeah. my number one now. He's he's a cool cool dude. Well, he's just a funny guy. He's got a great yeah. sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so folks, let's be serious here. The election fraud, I mean, Javon's just just touching the tip of it. 
But here's the deal. Here's what no one wants to talk about. And I'm getting attacked with this. Uh, by the way, someone asked about an, a beef between Javon and Joel Oldman. I have no idea. I didn't even know there was one. Uh, just FYI, guys, I don't do drama. Uh, I don't do any of that stuff. Uh, if everybody had a beef with me, you know, resulted in me not doing that. I mean, uh, I wouldn't get anything done. So I don't worry too much about who's beefing with who. But uh, mm-hmm. Javon, I don't care. Javon's a good dude. I like him. And uh, he he's just guy's a hero warrior. Uh, I want you guys to look at Arizona House Bill 2787. That's a big deal right now. Um, we're pushing that. That's a that's one of the things that we're pushing uh, to get this all done. And, uh, and I got to tell you guys, I, I'm really surprised. <laughs> really. I mean, listen, we always get censored. But boy, you want to talk about censorship? Start talking about election fraud, Jesus! Oh yeah, jo- Jovan is is hot fire. I mean, one thing that I wanted to—the biggest message I think I got from him in the beginning because I loved how he said, and the I loved how he said he was failing the way he was voting. You know, we all kind of yeah. were ignorant to to how this machine. Even someone brilliant like him, he didn't know the the dirty underbelly of how these elections get stolen until he started fighting it. But you know, he talks about the corruption and the GOP, what I was trying to hit on is this whole just toe the party line. And, you know, it's like that that old school GOP Republican mentality. Oh, red, I go to the voting box and whoever has an R next to it, whoever is red and whoever I got that mailer, you know, in is who I vote for. No one really does their due diligence and, re- you know, research. And now more than ever, we need we the people to to watch these podcasts, to get educated, to learn about these House bills and to follow someone like Jovan, because we need to, if, if we, the people, like, the only way we fight this corruption is all all of our awakening. You know, we're going through this great yep. awakening where we're, we're, for the first time, starting to pay attention more. If everyone paid attention and exposed it, that's how we win. You know, we can't be complacent anymore and just turn our backs to it. And we can't just vote down party lines. We have to expose the rhinos and the establishment corruption that's going on. Well, and listen, the fight that I, that, you know, you and I, Andrea, are taking is really a big deal right now because you got to understand something. If you're willing to sell out to the Republican establishment, then they're gonna they're gonna you know make sure that you got some stuff going on. We're not willing to sell out. I don't care. I know the GOP is as corrupt as the Democrats. Not all of them. We've got great people. I love Byron Donalds. I love uh, uh, th- there's a bunch of people out there, right? There's a bunch of MTGs doing good work. Um, you know, th- there's a few guys that are really fighting hard. But by the Republican Party itself is corrupt. It's sold out. The Mitch McConnell wing is gone. And, you know, the quickest time, the, the most censorship I see lately is when I talk about that. And, you know, the key to this is, is you talk about controlled opposition. Well, it's real in the Republican Party. And the thing is, is the controlled opposition controls the Republican Party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have got to understand this, and we have got to go to battle against this. We've got to stop this. We've got to clean out the rats in our own cellar before we can worry about anyone else. Mm-hmm. We know the Democrats are evil. We know mm-hmm. they hate us. We know they hate America. We know they want to you know, screw with your kids and do all the things mm-hmm. they're doing. We have got to get rid of the Benedict Arnolds on our side. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'll tell and you what, I really sincerely hope if you've ever shared anything, share this because mm -hmm. I want people to know that we were literally censored live on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I, and I, I, just, literally I just heard back. I just heard back from Jovan's people and his internet actually crashed. I wonder how often Jovan's internet just turns off. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bet you that's common. Yeah. I'll bet you that's common. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I, I'm going to have to give Jovan a call and have a chat with him. And we're going to have to go into this again. Um, mm -hmm. it, it is really shocking how bad this is. Folks, I need you to support Tom Wren's show, the America Out Loud Network. I need everybody to, uh, to recognize what's happening. I need you guys to help us fight back. We'll keep fighting. I don't care if there are 12 people watching me. I don't mm -hmm. care what's happening. I don't care if I have to throw sticks from under a bridge embankment. We've got to have we the people backing us and supporting us. This was one of the most egregious and clearest examples of censorship I've ever seen. You got mm -hmm. Jovan's internet going down. You got, I mean, I posted a picture of Twitter, uh, of Twitter, you know, doing what they're doing. Don't tell me it's a coincidence. I've been doing this too long. I know a coincidence mm -hmm. when it happens. Mm -hmm. This is the fraud machine working up. And it's that's why we always say share. Someone, someone on Rumble, um, a great follower earlier said, you know, I don't have any money to give you, but I, I try to support your work as much as possible. And I responded share. and said, share and pray. But if everyone became educated on these topics and tried to share and just wake people up, wake people up to the truth and become passionate, that's all we need. We're not asking for your money. We're asking for you to share because that's the only way we're going to fight this. Yep. Yep, I uh, I'm looking forward to ensuring that this this uh, show gets shared as widely as possible. Anything you guys can do, share the Tom Run show. Thank God this is going to run on the America Out Loud network. I can't wait for people to hear that this was censored in real time. Thank mm -hmm. God for uh, networks like Out Loud Network for for yeah. Rumble for God bless Malcolm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm praying that Elon Musk gets the message here. So mm -hmm. uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for making this a great show. And uh, hey, let's see what we get censored for tomorrow. Amen. We'll be back soon. <laughs>